and welcome to another episode of Analyze This, the self-help podcast that just can't help itself. I'm one of two Hannahs, Hannah Hart. And I'm Hannah Gelb. And today we are going to explore uh, some holiday tips and trips for maintaining your mental health during the holidays specifically. We'll talk about COVID safety. We'll talk about personal emotional safety. And for our Patreons who get to enjoy the bonus clips, you'll hear a lot about cement. So oh, yeah. enjoy. And, and forks. And forks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and forks. <laughs> Well, hello, my buddy. Hello, my buddy. Hello, my pal. How are you, my friend? Oh, my goodness. I am feeling pretty good. It's a lovely rainy day. I did something I loved, which was watch a little bit of a Miyazaki movie while I drank coffee with the rain outside. Oh, my God. Dream come true. (gasps) Oh, my God. That's really, really wonderful. Also, it reminds me of something I need to tell you about, but not right now. Okay. I will just make a little note. I'm making a little note to myself. Wonderful. Okay. Hannah Hart, you know what's also wonderful? What's what's also wonderful, Hannah Gelb? It's the most wonderful time of the year, maybe. Uh, Maybe. You might cry in the bathroom by yourself. Because you have to see family, and that's really hard, and your sister is mean. It's the most... (laughs) Okay. No, no, no. I'm... That, I'm not saying my sister is mean. I'm just saying that some people's sisters can be mean. Wait, uh, can I do one too? That's so fun. Can I do it too? Oh my gosh, of course. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Do, 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 do. Well, you're thinking and drinking and drinking and thinking, but not too much, dear. couldn't hear that last word that the end to your song but oh, not I too said, much dear like my dear like i love oh got it got it got it yeah but yes, not yes, yes, too yes. much to take yeah. you over the edge into rage but you're not alone because the holidays own all of our hearts and our souls <laughs> Yes, we, yes, if you could not tell, we are talking about mental health during the holidays. Yes, the holidays are upon us. And referring to this really cute outline that BeccaBot made, uh, we're here to discuss how the fact that, listen, if you feel overwhelmed uh, during this time of year, don't worry. 64% of people with mental illness report having a hard time during the holidays, a harder time during the holidays. So today on Analyze This, we'll be implementing some coping strategies recommended by the National Alliance on Mental Health. I'm sorry, 64% of people with mental health issues. Well, I guess that maybe that's true. Not everybody's stuff is the same. I'm just, I just, Hannah, is it weird that I, I can't imagine anyone not having a harder time during the holidays? I'm, that, like, I'm so glad you said that, dude, because. Maybe that's our goal, like is, you, is like that, as adults. Is that the percentage? May, okay, maybe the, per, the, for, the, so math, the 36%. <laughs> they, they don't have holidays or. Because <laughs> you know. I don't know. I mean. Maybe like, look, we're we're doing our, our own family, maybe in the world of our own design, we get to a point where the holidays don't, um, you know, instill a lot of like, 
anxiety or performance anxiety or sorrow. Like, honestly, dude, sometimes I get sad during the holidays. Look, we have a real problem with the unhoused here in Los Angeles and in the state of California. And it, it's raining and it's cold and it's, it's freaking Christmas time. And yesterday I just let myself like, sh- like sit here in that feeling, you know, mm-hmm. but you can't wallow. You got to take action. And the only way I can cope with it is through volunteering or donating because it's too big for me to solve all by myself. But also it breaks my heart. It really breaks my heart because every single homeless person, every single unhoused person that you see was a child. You know? This is so and like, true, dude, my it, friend. There's yeah, a so lot I, like, to, so, yeah. So like that has the power to like really, um, you know, put a bottle in my hand. No, not, <laughs> not like that. But I was trying to say it really overwhelms me. And it's hard for me to stay focused and present on my life or grateful or anything because I just feel... So like, I get like really upset. So part of the reason why the holiday season is hard for me is that it makes the suffering all around us so exquisite, you know, it's so like, so, so poignant, so pertinent, like right. it's already spiky, but it's spikier, right. Right. you know? And, and yeah, absolutely, dude. I think that's <laughs> I, really natural for an empathetic <laughs> human to feel that way. <laughs> I really, I'm not going to derail us and we're going to get into introduce the topic I promise. And then we'll take a break. But Hannah, can I just say one thing? I've never published this on the internet. But one year, probably 2019, 2018, maybe 2018, uh, I was doing some um, erranding or something in downtown LA. And there's like a six, like a massive, massive encampment it's like the tenderloin of Los Angeles. There's a massive, massive community of unhoused people by the service centers and you drive and it's like, it's like six city blocks mm. and multiple streets. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. in a neighborhood, you know? Right. Um, so anyway, uh, one time I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a video and really let everybody know how I'm feeling right now. So I like filmed all this stuff you know, by myself. I never told anybody this. And I'm glad I did not publish this video because um, it feels exploitative now in my 2021 Hannah self. But I was like, I'm going to play Someday at Christmas from beginning to end and just show all these people and just make everybody look the way I'm looking, driving around. So I was like, this is how it feels. This is how Christmas feels to me. Mm. And I was like, that is not helpful. (laughs) But I can totally, I can, can totally. see how I like, I went there and then I like, I like start, like I did it, you know, and I like, and I just, and so basically at the end, I did that in the car and I was just like, got to do more, got to do more. But then, yeah, I'm really glad I never created this into <laughs> something and called it my own at all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, well, that's, gosh. Well, I am so honored that you are telling me and Ari wrote this today, my buddy and Thanks, man. It's yeah. embarrassing, but I, and I'm just glad, you know, this would be, this would be a, that's not the way, Hanny, kind of moment. But um, 2021 Hannah is, is ready to say that I got like a third of the way in before realizing how wildly inappropriate this idea was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, you know, I mean, I think it's, part of me is like, but even some awareness even in a way that's 
kind of may feel like this was more for my feelings than than like these people might be better than zero awareness. I mean, when you think about like how But there's definitely a better way. I mean, this is like oh, this for is sure, what makes for it sure, so difficult. Sure. There's definitely a better yeah, way. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like the impulse was like the impulse is how do we raise awareness for the situation of the unhoused? That's not the strat. Mm-hmm. And is awareness really what we need? Because I think people are aware and they just tune out. So like what I was going to totally overwhelm and flood people's senses with this sorrow porn, you know, and (laughs) then what, they're going to feel motivated after? I don't think people Mm. are aware. I mean, I think they're very, 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 very kind of aware in a very vague way that they don't. Oh, but not as visceral. They don't ever have to look at or see, particularly if you like in San Diego, if you don't live downtown or in like you know closer to downtown i mean you're just like oh everything is so great here in the suburbs i mean yeah and like every yeah. i'm just thinking you you know you might not you might this feeling that you get might not have to be so horrible and strong if like i mean think of all the commercials that we see right now it's like christmas is all about the ones you love and family and helping others except they don't say helping others and it's and just it's just like ha- commercial after commercial after commercial for like you know what would be so wonderful and kind of you to buy someone you know a car. Like there's zero commercials that are like, hey, here's where you can like serve people food, drop off stuff. Mm. I mean, if there are, I haven't seen them and they're way outweighed by like the shit. You're going to hate. Yeah. Yeah. You want two things. One, they are the ASPCA commercials, which Ella insists we watch to look at the sad dogs. Oh, God. Like, God. Why are we looking at this? We have pets. Okay. But two, Anyways. you know why there's not. Yeah. You know why there's not, Hannah. Because it, it to be effective is, is to be effective is is to be localized. Mm. So like instead of me being like thinking about this national scale, I'm like, no, Hannah, the energy and motivation you feel apply to Los Angeles County policy. Ah. That's what you need to do because the problems are so systemic. You have to be invest in your local invested in your local government's policy. So, Hannah, the best thing you can do for the unhoused is be really freaking aware of San Diego County policy. And I will do being aware of Los Angeles County policy, and I can share those actions that I do take as mm-hmm. I take them. Mm-hmm. But that, not but and that's it, man. You know, I think that like. The reason why we don't see those commercials is because they're not local. The ads are national by oh, region. That's a yes. You're being served ads for your region and they don't know what the San Diego, you're not being served ads for San Diego County. Mm-hmm. It's all this, it's, it's my, it's scale. It's scale, scale, it's scale. <laughs> I hate scale. You know? Yeah, dude. Anywho. Just to pivot well, to, I, I just want to say like, to, to wrap this up a little bit. This yeah. is a completely normal thing. I feel this is a totally normal thing that can affect your mental health on the holidays. I Like, if you've lost someone and, you know, you're at a point in your life when you, that's, you're not in your 60s, 70s, 80s, it, the holidays are, fu- they're heavy, you know? It's like, I feel like a lot of people go through that and they feel very isolated if their peers that don't know those kinds of feelings, you know? Like, I'm thinking of my good friend who lost both of her parents, and she's my age. Like, I don't know what that's like. So Christmas is kind of shitty this time, you know? Um, so yeah. that can also okay. affect your mental health, just to bring there things. There you go. Uh, 
All these reasons and more. So today we're going to be exploring some coping strategies uh, to see if they if they work. And this is a hot take. Like we're looking at the NAMI CA because we live in California. Um, if you're not familiar with NAMI, uh, it's a National Alliance on Mental Health. But I think it was called like in it had an I in it for a long time. But now the I is gone. And it's an H. These are fun facts. But listen, do you like the holidays? Does your enjoyment of the holidays exceed the stress that they induce? What traditions no. aren't negative experiences for you? What aspects of the holidays do make you feel unwell? Let's get into it, but more importantly, let's talk about ways some say we can improve our holiday time. (gasps) Right after this. And we're back to talk about how horrible everything is. No. By that I mean, in addition to your regular holiday stress, of course, this year and last year have been a little stressful due to COVID, etc., etc. And, oh man, just the conversations... The reality of a global pandemic. The reality of a global pandemic, the conversations you've had to have with your people in your life who aren't vaccinated, who... This is like a whole... I mean, we could do like a series on mental health, talking to people you love who don't agree with you on <laughs> COVID <gasps> safety regulations, but we're not going to do Flag that today. that. We should. Mental health, talking to people you love uh, who don't agree with you, you know, but then I, I mean, it's always good to review the radical acceptance episode. I think I need to review it too. Oh, I, 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 I gotta, yeah, I gotta keep that in mind. It's hard, you know? Hannah, do you have people... I mean, I don't have anyone in my life who's unvaccinated, but I did see on Twitch, like in the comments, a lot of people from the Midwest or from different parts of the region. And I was like, do you guys know like anybody who's unvaccinated, like around Thanksgiving? And so much of the chat was like my entire extended family. Oh, my. Right. And I feel very lucky because, I, you know, my uh, my family is local in San Diego and, and everyone's vaccinated. We're kind of all on the same page. And so this is not a stress that I have to really take on this year, but you know, uh, uh, yeah. Like where do vaccines fit into this? And are we concerned? Are we ignoring those concerns? Are you saying, well, family is bigger than possible death? <laughs> like, No, man, that sounds like that sounds like some culty shit. You know, Mm -hmm. that sounds like some culty, culty stuff. I mean, there are some good so we don't feel helpless. You know, there are some good practical guidelines and we can tell you guys who live out of state, you know, the practical guidelines that are here for California, you know, um, and we can let's just just, at, you know, because obviously we're a very big resource based podcast. Uh, obviously, this is where you guys are doing the most of your exploring. Um, but here are some tips and tricks that you can just keep top of mind, especially if you and your precious soul like, dude, I'm so sorry. Your extended family's not vaccinated, but like you still matter, earbud. You matter. Your life matters. And if you're scared of the current family holiday plan. You have every right to to adjust it to fit your needs, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, absolutely right. So here are nine 
well, the last one says read more. Here are eight. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is a link. You know what? We'll put it. Patreons, go ahead. We've got some bonus material already, which is a really fascinating conversation about cement. For those earbuds who are not Patreons, you're missing out. We talked also, about cement. Hannah Gell's super genius minutes. idea about forks, okay? You, you're never going to know what I said about forks unless you become a patron. Sorry. <laughs> So uh, we're going to post these over on our Patreon as well. But uh, Hannah, let's start reading through these eight tips that you can do and have every right to do to keep you safe during this holiday season regarding COVID. Yes. Number one, limit the number of people and households joining. Gatherings of more than three households are prohibited in California. Uh, So however, some of you do not live in California. But the general rule of thumb is the smaller number of people, the safer. Yes, cap your numbers of households combining. If you have people who are anti, if you have people who are um, great, I don't even. It's it's so hard to say anti-mask and anti-vax because like, if you have people in your life who don't understand how viruses spread, that's actually how I'm more comfortable saying it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say anti. I don't like this oppositional thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This anti-mask, anti-vax. So I'm gonna say if you have people at your gathering who don't understand how viruses spread, right? Or maybe we can say like people who don't share your concerns. Just to, you know? I mean, no, dude, this is like, this is, that's how you get a cold. So like, this is how viruses spread. This is, oh, no, absolutely. I'm I'm just like trying, I'm, I'm saying like the the most marshmallowy way to say it, you know, (laughs) podcast, please continue. Okay, fine. So these are my words. So I'm going to say them this way. Uh, If you have people in your life who don't understand how viruses spread, uh, one of the recommendations, recommendation number one is to limit the gathering to, you know, no more than three households. So pretty wise. But if you can't do that, here's number two, especially hard during winter, gather outdoors. Let's not forget that the, what's it called, air current that when you're outdoors, you're less likely to catch something from somebody else. I mean, good news is you can't catch their reality denying viewpoint. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be fair, no, well, I'm just going to say for many, 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 many years now, I've noticed a lot of people don't know the difference between a bacteria and a virus. Like people get a virus and they're like, I'm going to go get some antibiotics. But it's not how it works. It's not how it works. But and I'm like, American public education system. Come on. <laughs> Dude, but, but virology and viruses, viruses are a whole kingdom. Ella and I think of them as aliens, like viruses. Like there is only Ella and I like to go. There is only one war. You know, it's humans versus viruses <laughs> because viruses, they're they're not a part of our like kingdom of things like plants, fungi, humans, viruses are their own fucking thing. They're right. Dude. Yeah. They're just DNA packets. It's so weird. They're their own. They're aliens. Yeah, they're here to they kill are, us. I think they're aliens, actually. Um, yeah. I th- I but also, so. like, the unmiss- like, people, like, uh, if I could just talk about my hatred of this, you know, anti, like, every cleaning product is like, kills bacteria. And it's like, I feel like people don't know or remember that your entire body is covered in bacteria at all times and the inside of your body has bacteria in it and it's healthy for you and without them you would die Mm, like very true that is the difference between a bacteria and a virus but you know viruses do make us not feel well true so don't attend gatherings if you feel sick 
So number three, this is my, this, I'm requesting that you say numbers again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Number three. You have to listen. People are following along with their ears, not that's, their eyes. That's right. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. Number three, do not attend gatherings if you feel sick. This is a no-brainer. Can I say another, like, a little uh, parenthetical addendum? Feel free to lie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you feel... <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know we live... I feel sick to my stomach. We live in a vast, vast universe of vibrating oh, wow. particles. You saying you're sick does not hurt anybody. Okay? It is like... <laughs> That's if just a tool, a tool to use. Yes, yes, yes. It's a tool. And like we've been taught like that lying is like so bad. But, you know, don't lie to the master. You know what I mean? Like, oh. no, no, no. You must tell the truth. Be a good Christian. Lying is blah. If you are in an unsafe scenario, a.k.a. a family gathering filled with people who don't understand how viruses work, you can lie. I, I will take I will take it for you. Oh, my God. Is that? I take it. I take on the burden of your lie. I take oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Me too. I'm here. I have my hands, my arms open. I'm like ready to receive. And I feel like. I'm ready to receive it. Don't. We love you. We love our earbuds. We don't want you to go get COVID this Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, this holiday. So if you feel unsafe, say you're too sick. Lie. Straight up. If you feel unsafe, please lie. <laughs> That's my tip number. They couldn't put that here, but that's 3B. You know, <laughs> I love it. I think we should write a song that's like, lie, lie to your family when you need to. Um, yeah, yeah. Number four is don't attend gatherings if you are in a high risk group. This is, you know, the lying strategy as a part of that. Okay. <laughs> Number five, practice physical distancing and hand hygiene at gatherings. Yes, yes. If someone is, Ugh, that's if you're so like, hard. If you, I mean, if you're like in so a living hard. room with your family, like practice physical distancing. I would say, Ugh, that's so hard. And but yes, I you know. can frequently wash your hands and wear face. Oops, sorry. The physical distancing and hand hygiene at gatherings aspect. Like, I just, you know, it's like I got this flash in my head of someone trying to like stay safe at a family dinner with a bunch of people who don't understand how viruses work <laughs> and some nasty <laughs> intoxicated extended family member coming over and being like, what? You afraid I'm going to get you sick? And you're like, I just, just don't go, guys. Just call it. If you're, if you're on the Fed, just call it. You don't worry about spending Christmas. I've spent lots of Christmases alone. I've spent lots of Christmases in pain. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Just don't go. Being alone is not bad. Celebrate Christmas with me on Twitch. <laughs> Yes. In the safety of your own home. <laughs> okay, sorry. Number six, wear a face covering and keep your mask in a safe place when eating and drinking. Absolutely. Do not hide it from yourself. Uh, number seven. Oh, this is such a beautiful built-in escape route. Keep gathering short two hours or less. So let's say you can't get out of it for whatever reason. You can leave in two hours. Yes. You now have the <gasps> freaking the CDC is like I I can be here for 2 hours and now I can leave from to protect myself. Dude, I know nobody's going to see this document but us, but I'm putting all these exclamation points in there. <laughs> Keep gathering short, 2 hours or less. You know what this might mean? Take a different car. Like 
if you're going to a family gathering with people who don't understand how viruses work, and sure, maybe your parent or someone in your life does, but they, you guys want to carpool or all go together, but you don't think you can leave when you want to because of their feeling, take your own route Be, or take a, take a car home. Like, it's so hard because when people, especially if they've been drinking, like when you start, and I'm guilty of this. Oh, you know? when people Hannah, are into you, their cups. Oh, yes. When people are into their cups, and I'm guilty of this even just here at my house. I'm like, no. Oh, oh, when Hannah, off. when Hannah's in party mode, you can't leave. Like, you're not you allowed to leave. Like, <laughs> I think the last time I was in party mode was that karaoke night. What, when was that? At your, at your wedding. Oh, no, wait. Oh, uh, yes. No, well, I think, yeah, I think the wedding. But before that. was that, such a fun karaoke night, though. I know that was such a fun karaoke night. But, yes, so no matter what, you know, and put a little, like, fucking note in your pocket. Okay, wait, let's finish this, and then we can go into – then we'll take a break, and we'll go into more broad mental health tips and tricks. Mm. But it all starts with – making sure that you have an exit strategy that you can employ at any time. And people will use children and they'll use being in their cups. But like, dude, at the end of the day, I hate to say it, it's a little bit life or death. It just is, you know? And you are important enough to honor your own needs. You know what? Like, yeah. Yes. And last but not least, number eight. Frequently wash hands and surfaces. You know what? You could k- take some Windex in to the party and then just spray yeah. people in the face when they get too close and be like, sorry, I'm just frequently washing hands and surfaces. I'm. Yeah. Or even just. Yeah. Have, uh, you know what? It doesn't have to be Windex. Just put water in it. It's like you're spraying a cat. Just be like, you know, uh, too close. And, and also, pe- <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be grateful. For instance, Hannah and I went to a reunion with our uh, our our friends that we had met in Japan over decades ago, like 15 years ago. And um, they we, we were having a dinner. And one of our friends has a kid that's like uh, almost two. And anyway, we go into this place for dinner. And I didn't want to say anything because I got shy and I'm guilty of this. But man, oh, man, am I so proud of our friend who wiped down the tables. We were at a burger place with some tables that definitely hadn't been wiped down yet. We took our spot and she busted out the wipes and just wiped down the tables. And I was like, thank you for being so strong because Mm -hmm. I was too shy because I haven't seen you in so long to be like, Nobody touched the table. If it had just been you, me, and Ella, Hannah, mm-hmm. I would be like, stop. You know? Oh, I yeah. Just no, like you would have been like, hey, uh, hold on, guys. I'm going to go get my uh, fire hose that I keep in the car <laughs> to just uh, give, yeah. this, give this whole place a quick blasty blast. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got my, my sanitizing liquid. My good buddy calls that kind of stuff uh, moving the cone. Like, <sighs> yeah. like you... You don't have to, yeah, you know, like she's like, I don't have to wait for this employee to wipe down this table. I have a wipe in my purse. I'm going to do it myself. Just take and charge you know what? of the sitch. A nasty rag probably isn't helping anyway, yeah, you know? Right. So do what you got to do to feel safe. If someone at a reunion can be brave enough to just wipe down literally four tables without even asking, like, hold on, I have this. I just, like, that's what we encourage you to do. So, Gilby, I'm. I'm happy that we spent the first half of this talking about COVID safety and protocol. I actually think this was a really good reminder, especially yes. now. Yeah. You know, we are such a relevant and helpful podcast. <laughs> I completely agree. If you like this podcast, please support it at patreon.com slash Okay. Okay. Now we're going to get into some more broad mental health tips and tricks. 
right after this. We are back. We're so totally back, yeah. It's time to talk about broad mental health with your... If you're feeling overwhelmed right now after having heard these really great COVID reminders for protocols, like here is where it comes in to the real work, which is the mental health tips and tricks, baby. If you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, I have been really scared. Maybe I can lie about being sick. Maybe I will take Lysol wipes with me. But you're struggling to come to a conclusion about that. This list may help with some helpful reminders about what you deserve. Yes. And I just, before we dive in, I want to say a quick note, which is that I think with holidays and family, we talk about boundaries a lot. However, I think Mm -hmm. boundaries get very confusing and complex with family because it's almost (laughs) like family like bends the rules of boundaries you're like well it's uh yeah this person is uh makes me insane however it's my aunt so what am i gonna do but like no and a gal boundaries is on this list oh sorry i know but i just wanted to say this now so i don't forget because i wasn't sure if i could say it once we don't forget when we're talking about boundaries okay you're right let's uh, we'll get to it number one accept your needs be kind to yourself put your own mental and physical well-being first this is good advice every day of the year Recognize what your triggers are to help you prepare for stressful situations. Is shopping for holiday gifts too stressful for you? What is making you feel physically and mentally agitated? Once you know this, you can take steps to avoid or cope with stress. Yes, I cannot emphasize this enough. Accept your needs. Accept your needs. It is so hard to determine what your needs are, but when you have it in your mind that no matter what they are, you're going to accept them, you will begin to see your life reshaped, this time by hands and in your own design. By your hands and your own design. And it's true. Yes, absolutely. This is so hard. This is so hard, especially for it's me. It's so hard. I'm immediately just like, well, my needs are idiotic and stupid and they're made up. That's like the water I swim in every day. So I'm like, nope, just going to be like, no, they actually, yes. I'm putting them in a box marked important. I have to go in two hours. I accept that that is my need to feel. No, the need is I need to feel safe. Mm -hmm. I need to be healthy. I need to feel safe. Therefore, A, B, C, and D. Okay. Um, Next, if you're having, this is actually, I think, a great follow-up for accept your needs. If you're like, well, why do my needs even matter, man? Which is something that comes up a lot. Write a gratitude list and offer thanks. So, You can be grateful for your friends. You can be grateful for your kitty cat. You can be grateful for your online community. You can be grateful to the creators of The Last of Us. And you really want to see the HBO show. And you want to see Pedro Pascal play Joel. So you can't die this Christmas, dude. You can't die this Christmas. There's too much good content. Miyazaki is making one more movie. Yeah. I I am grateful for you, sir. (laughs) Miyazaki-san. Yes, Miyazaki's making a new movie. I'm grateful to our earbuds. I'm, I'm grateful to this podcast. Like, if you have a hard time remembering why your needs matter and why you should accept them, a gratitude list or like a things that I'm looking forward to list might, might help. And you, need, and you need to take care of yourself so you can enjoy those things that you're grateful for. It's like a little, little uh, life cycle or something. 
A little love loop. A little love loop. <laughs> love loop. Um, yes. Okay, number three, manage your time and don't try to do too much. Oh my goodness, mm. yes. For example, wrap your presents. Okay, that's it. You don't have to like... <laughs> Wrap the presents, bake a million pies and cookies, clean the entire house, prepare a handmade novel for your nephew, which maybe sometimes I think of doing. Like, and like reasonable goals. Make a day-to-day schedule that will help you ensure you don't feel overwhelmed by your everyday tasks and deadlines. It's okay to say no to plans that don't fit into your schedule or make you feel good. And it's okay to say no to responsibilities that you can't take on. Right? I mean, yeah. So like, A, I fully agree with everything you just said, Hannah. Manage your time. Don't try to do too much. I'm guilty of this, which is why this next note is helpful. Be realistic. Okay? Even pre-pandemic, the happy lives of the people shown in those holiday commercials are fictional. Oh my God. We all have struggles one time or another, and it's not realistic to expect otherwise. Sometimes, it's simply not possible to find the perfect gift for someone you love. And sometimes it's not possible to have a peaceful time with family. Ah, uh, Nani. You gotta be realistic. You're so wonderful. I know. I find this so kind because yes. being realistic is hard. It's, it's know, hard uh, to define. Can I say this one thing, Gelby? Oh, of course. <sighs> it's hard to define what you wish to be true and what is true. You know? Like, like I remember back in October, I was talking to Maggie and I was saying, like, it's important to make a holiday timeline. I promise it will help. I'm really working on that. It's October and I am figuring out my schedule. And Maggie was like, well, maybe I want to see you or maybe I want to go here. or Maybe I want to do this or maybe I want to do that. And I was like, maybe all those things, honey. You know, here's some guidance, blah, 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 blah. I am doing this for myself. I realistically have accepted my needs and I'm making a holiday timeline. I know it's October, but I need to know whether or not you're going to be here for Christmas. And she's like, well, uh, I'll let you know in December, on December 9th. And I was like, unfortunately, I have a boundary. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's too late. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, she, and so like there was like some kerfuffling, yeah. but like three weeks later, she had made her timeline in November. And she was like, you know, I feel a lot. And you just don't sit there anticipating, 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 mm. you know? And that's, and Maggie is your most, like, beloved human jewel on the planet. And you can have yeah. a boundary with her and that's fine. That is yeah. good. And it felt hard because I had to accept that because I was like, no, no, my needs matter. I need to know whether or not she's going to come because it will help me shape my December. And even if she's not, and like, you know, that thing where you're like, well, if I, if I ask them for it now, maybe it'll make them decide they don't want to be here. Let go of all that. Mm. That's just, that's just fear, man. That's just fear giving you the illusion of control. Just focus on the present. The present was for me, my timeline, my needs, my boundaries. Now, Hannah, I believe uh, boundaries are something that I have very important to you, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, my friend. So next, next, uh, I forgot what number we're on. Number boundaries, set boundaries. Family dynamics can be complex. To say the least. To say the least. uh. Acknowledge them and accept that you can only control your role. Holy shit. If you need to, find ways to limit your exposure. Fucking thank you so much, Nami. 
Yeah, and uh, I want to say I feel like um, the the dynamic you have with your family in the holidays, it's like putting that dynamic, whatever shape it takes, into a pressure cooker, mm-hmm. and it's then and it's like. It just becomes so in such greater relief, all the stuff that goes on. And then, you know, the, then like January, you're like, oh, holy shit. Thank God that's over. And then you're like, it's like the opposite of the cream rises to the top. It's like the crap <laughs> rises to the top. So you, yeah. if you already are in a, a difficult, unhealthy boundary dynamic, then when the holidays come, you're like, boy, oh boy, this is even worse. Oh, my goodness. I... <sighs> And I think it's uh, so boundaries are tough all the time with everyone. However, I think they are incredibly hard with family because people make up all kinds of folksy rules. That, you know, like, like let's <laughs> really say someone, lovingly. let's say someone is abusive to you, but you will, people you don't even know that well will say things like, well, they're family. Like, as like oh, that, I, that, I, fam- I, like that uh, uh, absolves all. It's like, no. I un- no, yes. Oh, God. Hannah, I have to say, like, yes, 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 yes. I uninvited people at my wedding that had said uh, that I know hold beliefs about queer people um, that are fundamentally untrue and destructive <laughs> to the community. Right. Uninvited. Now, oh, what, if, right. if I said to you, well, they're family, though. So, you know. People did. Got to invite oh, them. Oh, my God. <laughs> people are like, are you sure? Even Ella was like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, no, actually, this is, this is something I really need to do. You know, boundaries are big. There are certain people that for my mental, look, I'm a mentally ill person. I'm, oh, well, I, I work on my mental health, right? Mm. There are certain people I no longer hang out with after dark. Oh, and guess what? That is my most favorite thing you early. have ever said. It gets dark early in winter, bro. Mm-hmm. That means we hang out less in winter than we do in summer. I love mm-hmm. that, dude. It's such a perfect example of not all or nothing. Just a great, great boundary. Yes, yes. my friends. Yes. I, uh, uh, any, if any of my family members are listening to this, I love you so much. And also one time there was a Christmas where somebody said <laughs> something insane and then we all pretended it didn't happen. And that's the kind of stuff that really... <laughs> That's the, like that pressure cooker I'm talking about. Anyways, that pressure cooker. But again, what, uh, what would be what if what would have been appropriate to do? Be like, well, are we going to talk about this? I don't think so. I think what what I will do, what I could have done, is be like, I'm going to accept that I don't need to get emotionally entangled in that statement. It has nothing to do with me. Mm. Boop. There you go. That's that's Dude, the work. Yes. That's the word. That's and that's the move, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, OK, things that can. So we've talked a lot about good work and good things we can do. We'll just run through these last little list to help um, help you have the energy and the emotional space to do these things. Uh, one of them is try and relax where you can. Deep breathing, meditation, muscle relaxation, like laying on the floor, taking deep breaths. If you're anxious about a family gathering, Literally take 10 minutes and do like some breath work before you go or sit in the car and take one minute or 90 seconds and do some breath work. Just remember that you need to remember to breathe and that you're going into a situation so stressful. It's actually affecting the way you're breathing. And you can go sit in the bath. You don't even have to go to the bathroom. 
You don't have to have to go to the bathroom. Just go sit in the bathroom and close the door because then you're in a little safe space, a little oh, safe I box. Oh, you- I love that quiet, warm box. Oh, my yes. God. When I close the door of a public bathroom stall and lock it, I just feel this like little <laughs> sanctuary feeling. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Anyways, okay. but our next tip is exercise daily. Schedule time to walk True. outside, bike, join a dance class or any kind of movement class. Whatever you do, make sure it's fun. Daily exercise naturally produces stress-relieving hormones in your body. Yes. Just set, stay, do, do squats, do whatever. Just do something to help you stay in your body because all of these circumstances fire up our amygdalas and take us all the way out of our existence. Um, along those lines... Set time for yourself, prioritize your self-care, going into the holiday, this is the time that everybody, um, quote unquote, part like parties or whatever, set time for yourself, prioritize self-care. Our eating habits have not changed that much. Sugar is a powerful drug, you know, like just take care of yourself, man, and make exceptions, right? So like you can do all this prep work for the day you're anticipating. Okay, sorry. Um Hannah, keep going. Yes. We can do, we can, we can go through, let's, let's rapid fire this last one. Cause, cause we're at time and I want to leave room for you and I to, to oh, talk. Yes. Like, yeah. We've heard enough from you, Nami. <laughs> but yes, these are just very good. I mean, honestly, this is just how to take care of yourself at any time. Now the next one is get enough sleep. Yes. Uh, this one says avoid alcohol and drugs. Well, you know, we'll see. Uh, uh this yeah. one says... Ooh, spend time in nature. Take some deep breaths. Yes, yes, yes. Take a walk oh, in a volu- local park. You can just Dude, be like... volunteer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got all excited about this when I jumped ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Because, and I think we don't need to do the rest because these are, well, you know what? Let's say them. Maybe somebody listening, just because you and I are like, blah, blah, blah. Maybe there's an <laughs> earbud out there who really needs to hear this. Listen, if you don't want to go to your stressful Christmas, just say you're volunteering that day and go volunteer. Say, oh, you know what? I can't attend the um, emotionally volatile family gathering because I'm going to go volunteer with my friends and then have dinner with them after. <laughs> you know, oh like. Oh my gosh. So good. Right? So good. Sorry, I'm doing something really helpful that uh, makes my soul feel good. So, uh, yeah, not going to make it. Not going to make it. Uh, find support. Make sure you keep up with uh, your therapy. Have uh, support as in your friend groups. Um, now, you know, at the end of the day, we friendship and community is just a piece of the puzzle. But in reality, you know, um, while a necessary piece, right, like saying like, hey, I'm going into family Christmas or this is the first Christmas since I came out or boy, I sure hope I don't lose it today. You can check in with your friends, but odds are the people that know you the best are also dealing with their own stuff, too. So don't lean on them to make Christmas okay. But definitely share. But don't just take all the feelings you're feeling and point it at them and be like, you're not giving me enough. You don't understand. You could like, even okay. set up a system beforehand. Be like, hey, buddy, I know you're going to be with your family. I'm going to be with my family. Let's just have a little agreement that once an hour we'll send each other a meme that really uh, captures what's going on right now. And then you Oh, just- my God, I love that. <laughs> You know? Oh my God. I love that. Well, Hannah, I feel like, I feel like I'm like, I'm more prepared for going into the holidays. Oh, me too. And you know, you got to remember you are a human animal. Our brains Mm. are in no way, in no way made to deal with the world that we currently live in. 
it's so true. Uh, it's really, yeah. So you're, you're you a, matter. You're just a little a, a door. Think of yourself the way an elephant sees you, which is very small and cute. Oh, thank you. Yes, I will. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, uh, earbuds, for listening. Uh, be sure to be here next Sunday, which is the day after Christmas. So you got to survive the holidays, honey, so that you can be with us next week, a week from today. Um, Hannah Gelb, if people want to hear, and if you want to give us a gift this holiday season, you can always go to patreon.com slash analyze Hannah Gelb, if people want to find you outside of the podcast, where can they find you? They can find me on the Twitter at Pod. Um, I am also uh, at Hizzle Gizzle, where I sometimes say silly things. But uh, yes, please come and talk to me at the Hanalyze Pod Twitter. I uh, have more time to be on there now, obviously, and I love to send people emojis and gifts and cute things. So yeah, come on over. Be like, Haha, I'm going to say that thing I wanted to say to Hannah Gill. And if you want to start your holiday celebrations off with me, I will be live on Tuesday the 21st. Mark your calendars. Live on Twitch Tuesday the 21st for the uh, Harto Christmas Party, a.k.a. live fire stream, where as a part of a community goal for my Twitch community, I will teach them how to build a fire and we will party outside. Oh and my it will be goodness. lovely. That sounds so I know. cool. Isn't that going to be fun? Tuesday the 21st. I hope to see you there. Uh, if you know someone who you think might benefit from this episode, please Please share it across the board on your internet um, connection points of choice. And we will see you or hear you. We'll chat with you soon next week. Yay! Bye-bye! Bye-bye!